0: Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of farm finance and rural life. Ag Country Farm Credit Services Market Education Specialist Cody Didier is with us. Uh, Cody, let's talk these markets. Here, we just uh, came off of a uh, uh, the March Supply Demand Report. Uh, what were the big takeaways from that report?
1: Um, the biggest takeaway I would say would definitely be on the For the soybean-wise, I mean, Argentina is still struggling with their current drought. They've been experiencing for about the last, oh, month or two now, and they keep decreasing that production dramatically. Um, Yesterday, they decreased the WASDI report on Wednesday by 8 8 million metric tons. So, I mean, they keep dramatically decreasing that production as well. But the biggest bearish news, I would say, came from the corn market, where they, it, where they decreased U.S. exports by another 75 million bushels. So I would say that was the biggest, the biggest bearish movement on that one.
0: Sure. Well, that South American and Argentine production, everybody was t- kind of talking and halfway kind of expecting uh, Brazil's production to offset that. But they're starting to have some troubles, too.
1: They are. They are. They sure are. They are experiencing almost too much rains at some points, you know, stalling their production as well. Um, They are talking. They are trying to offset them. But, I mean, they can only offset so much with Argentina's production falling by so far.
0: Yeah. Well. Anyway, even with less production, less than expected production in Brazil is probably a better way to put it. They uh, planted so many more acres; they're still going to have a record large crop, but it's just not as big as what they were expecting originally.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: How about the, that uh, slow harvest pace also equate for soybeans also equates into uh, possibility of some trouble for that second crop corn
1: it does. They were talking, they could, you know, struggle with some some heat units later on. So that second crop corn could definitely be affected by that, by this later harvest as well.
0: Okay. So what does that do for us here in the Northern Plains and for this uh, outlook to looking into spring, summer, even for this 23 uh, crop?
1: Um, so looking out for us, I would say, you know, if that does happen later on and in about two to three months, you know, we could see that reflect back into the market for us as well, when if that, if they do start struggling, you know, with their second crop corn, you know, trying to get those heat units, it definitely could affect us here as well.
0: Okay, so kind of the take-home then would be make sure we protect that, uh, protect the downside, put a floor in under these markets if we can, and then, but leave that topside open just in case, huh?
1: Right. Right. Yeah, with these volatile markets, we never know, you know, what the upside could be. But it's always best, you know, to capture the bo- bottom side, you know, know when to always have that floor in as well.
0: Yeah. Well, as we're recording this too, we are seeing kind of a almost like the fundamentals aren't mattering here today. It looks like uh, the, the funds are starting to liquidate some of their positions, which that could swing this market one way or the other. And, and like I said, the fundamentals don't really count at that point.
1: Exactly. I mean, we saw that in the market yesterday, all the fundamentals selling off, and there's a lot of talk of everybody being oversold. So at any point, we could see them buy right back into the market and, you know, take it up back to the upside as well
0: yeah just a lot of lot of unusual things happening uh, the the uh, black sea grain corridor deal not uh, we don't have any agreement on that as of yet as far as an extension goes just the the weather we got big crops coming out of australia the way it sounds uh, so it's just kind of all over the board
1: it really is there's a lot of a lot of fires in the ring that's for sure
0: yeah, and again, it just makes that uh, uh, making our bottom lines. We need to protect the, our our profits if we get some, and uh, work on uh, locking in some of those floors.
1: Yes, yes, that is the best thing. Always know, always know where your where your floor is, and to always be able to capture that as well.
0: All right. Um, as far as the uh, uh, Input costs and those types of things, So if we're going to buy our inputs, do we need to cover those on the, t- on the, on the sell side as far as the grains too?
1: Um, That is never a bad idea, going that route either, you know, always having those locked in too.
0: Yeah, it's kind of all about protecting margins.
1: It really is. That's what it always comes down to.
0: All right. Uh, Cody, as we start to wrap things up here uh, in this podcast, uh, are there some things that we need to be aware of that we, uh, as, as farmers, need to make sure that we uh, kind of check off that list here before spring?
1: Um. Well, as we've seen these last couple months, we never really know exactly when the markets are going to take off. But as you were saying, we have the grain initiative tri- uh, treaty ending next week. So there could be always some market movement there coming up next weekend as well, and always these WASDE reports. We're never really too sure what's going to come out of those as well, so it's always just good to keep an eye on those each month coming out.
0: Yeah. Well, not only that too, but we've got uh, another snow system expected over the weekend again, and then uh, we got a lot of snow on the ground here, so spring thaw is going to be critical too as to when we get in these fields.
1: Exactly. It really is. I mean, it's already March, and, you know, we're still getting snow coming down.
0: Anything else we need to be aware of?
1: As of right now, I wouldn't think so, no.
0: Thank you, Cody. That's Cody Didier, Ag Country Farm Credit Services Market Education Specialist. If you have a question about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, Twitter, or submit your question using their website at www.agcountry.com. For iCountry Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Cohen.